on this Friday of the fourth week of Advent, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy toward her, and they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father, but his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs, asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, Sean is his name, and all were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke, blessing God. Then fear came upon all the neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. I remember when I was a kid, I guess between the ages of 8 and 10, my mom and dad taught me that the one who would bring me presents on Christmas Eve would be the little boy Jesus. Of course, I was convinced that it was really him. I remember waiting for him near the glass door there was in my house, wanting to meet him, thinking that he would come flying. Meanwhile, and to strengthen the illusion, someone in my family was going to place presents under the Christmas tree. As I think about it today, reconsidering those events from a noble perspective, I wonder, was it really a deception? Was it an illusion? When my family members told me that it was Jesus who was giving us something, was I being deceived? In a way, the answer is yes. But let's delve deeper. Isn't this more genuine than having us wait for a fat man with a white beard dressed in red who came from I don't know where and who we are told will arrive on flying reindeer? Couldn't it be that our faith is much more real than the commercial traditions that have been imposed on us? It is a truth of faith that Jesus is everywhere. It is much truer than he promised to stay with us until the end of time and it is totally real that he continually brings us gifts to provide us a different and lasting happiness. The truth is that over these days leading up to Christmas we don't expect things but we expect him. Jesus is the gift and the fiction or fantasy that there is another who brings us gifts only hides the truth. So excuse me for insisting. I know I'm a little heavy-handed on this subject, and I know 
that this doesn't add ratings for my audio messages, because even in our own church, one can get to find living nativity scenes that include Santa Claus. There are priests, parents, and catechists who teach children that on the 24th, at night, Santa Claus comes. I prefer to teach the truth. What has happened to us Catholics that, without even realizing it, we have abandoned that which is most intrinsically ours? Could it be that we have lost some of our faith? Faith should involve our whole life, our whole culture, our way of thinking, feeling, teaching, celebrating, resting, and enjoying ourselves. Faith and life are one and the same. Faith helps us live differently, and our life changes when we believe in Jesus. Faith and life are the synthesis to which we must aspire in order to be serious Christians and not private Christians, or as Pope Francis said, living room Christians, Christians who deprive themselves of who they are, Christians who hide their faith and are ashamed to say that Christians belong to Jesus and only to Him. Christmas is also for everyone if we understand what we are doing and what it is we are celebrating. It would be good that we proclaim this reality. In today's glimpse of the Gospel, Zechariah recovers the speech he had lost because he adapted the angel's announcement that he would be the father of John the Baptist. When we do not believe, when we do not trust in God's promises, when we do not trust that Jesus is the owner and center of history and of our lives, we are caught by silence. But not because we want to stop talking, but because we do not talk about God, or else we talk badly about Him. We talk about other things and lose the ability to talk properly about God. Then God becomes an idea, because comes to be someone we don't love, but doctrine. A good man who speaks to us of love, who is moral, and whom we consider an abstract thing that we say we follow. What are we involved in today as we move concretely toward Christmas Eve? What are we going to talk about to others today and on Christmas Eve? Are we walking like Zechariah, mute? Did we become Christians who doubt and who cannot praise God? Can't we recognize that God is God and that we are only small creatures who are loved by Him? When Zechariah recovered his speech, it wasn't because he was speaking nonsense. He wasn't chanting idle litanies. He didn't ask for things for himself. He didn't express anger for having lost the power of speech for so long. As soon as he recovered his speech, he began to praise God. He began to give God what is God's. He gave him all his love and praise. Over the next few days, we will only be able to praise God from the heart if we are able to recognize what He did in us and for us. He became a child, He became a baby, so that we may learn to embrace Him unconditionally, without ifs and buts, accepting His silent love, 
even if everyone around us is yelling and running around. If we don't recognize this truth, this Christmas we will be walking around mute and empty of the important things and full of empty words. May Jesus grant us what we need most to be able to praise him in earnest, to be able to proclaim without fear and shame what God has done for us. Let us go to the manger, guided by the light of Jesus. Let us go to a manger to enjoy the silence of a God who became a child for us. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.